I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What the heck is going on? Okay, buddy. Okay, buddy. Pull up with the buddy. Pull around, buddy. Have you... So, uh... <laughs> when Eric texted me, asked if I was ready, I said, Okay, buddy. And that's a reference to, uh... Old Dunkin' Donuts worker on, uh... Sterling. Sterling and, uh... What's that crossroad, Eric? Scenic? No? Yeah, Sterling and Scenic. Oh, it is Scenic? I think so. Yeah, it could be. I could be wrong though, but I think maybe scenic. Uh, yeah, the Sterling, the one by the by the Corys and the Chick Fil A. Yeah, and we're not positive of his name, but we just call him Buddy. He was the uh, late night worker. I'd come in late night, grab a nice coffee, he'd say, "Hey, hey, Buddy." Yeah. Okay. I'd say, hey, man, can I just get a nice coffee? He's like. Okay, buddy. Okay, Pull up buddy. window, buddy. Okay, buddy. He was great. You don't want to catch him when he's angry, though. No, he was feisty. Yeah, so, some nights, I mean, he'd be, he'd be slaving in there making those donuts. Yeah, or sometimes you might pull up and he's just hanging out, like, at a table. You can see him through the window. Yeah. And then he has to get up and he's pissed. <laughs> Understandably da- so. Damn it, he... Next to uh, our good buddy Raj yeah. at the Dunkin' Donuts, he's the uh, he's the, he's the second in line as far as making delicious iced coffees and delicious foods. Oh, okay, buddy, he was great. I don't uh, know. Have you uh, seen him lately at all? <laughs> no, I was just about to say I haven't seen him. I I see Raj or no, I haven't seen Raj in a while either. Oh man, well, <clears throat> I hope they're still slinging iced coffees. Okay. Okay, buddy. Well, Raj might be retired. He's getting pretty old. I was going to say, I hope they're not, honestly. I hope they found something better. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> you, you, can, you can do better in this world than slinging iced coffees. Yeah, because yeah, I've slang iced coffees. It's It sucks. It really sucks. So, Jeff, did you watch the Bears game? I fell asleep. I, I went dark yesterday. Because I had to work uh, till midnight and successfully went dark. You know, I got no spoilers from work or anything like that. Wow. Well, I guess you are out in Denver. I am out in Denver, but I got people at work that know I'm a Bears fan. Another Bears fan was not working. Uh, someone f- I talk sports with at the Starbucks, he, uh, he told me early on, he's like, bro, I'm not going to say anything, but thumbs down. What? Who the fuck? That's a spoiler, you dumbass. Uh, I mean, it was, it was young in the game. It was like, 
I mean, the game started at what three thirty Central Time. Yeah, it was the afternoon's block. Yep. Yeah, this is, this is probably about five thirty Central Time. So. Yeah, everybody. I, I, I just told him. I said, "Hey, the Bears been down in every single game, so I'm not going to count it out." Yeah. Anyway, I got home, put it on. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't see any of it. We were busy. So, oh man, you did yourself a favor, Eric. The announcers were bored. So, uh, it turns out Nick Foles isn't the greatest quarterback ever. <laughs> yeah, for real. Wow. A little, little overreaction from these, <laughs> these cats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Bears fucking suck. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gladly put that flag down on this season. This is not the Bears season. Never is. I'm tired of it. Tired of these these shitty seasons. I mean, we could be worse, but I mean, we're three and one. I've never seen such a horrible three and one in my life. Yeah, for real. Isn't that crazy? I'm losing confidence in Coach Nagy. I I've never had confidence in their run game. The defense just looks mediocre. Yeah. Yeah, Nagy was a he was the new hot thing, remember, in his first year? Yeah, he's a young suck young sexy whore. Yeah. Who came in and swooped you away from John Fox. Yeah, with his sexy plays as Santa Claus this and <laughs> Fuck that shit, dude. There's a reason why that bullshit doesn't work year after year. Yeah. Like, come on. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of the Bears. I'm over them. Well, as uh, as the ESPN analyst Bomani Jones likes to say, if if you're uh, if you're in this torture chamber where you just keep getting mad at your team, let yourself free. Let yourself <laughs> free. Just don't fucking care about it. Yeah, that's what he did with the Falcons, and he hasn't looked back. Yeah, I'm about ready to do that with the Bears at least for this year. Yeah. That is a good idea. Just like, just completely free yourself of them until they're good. Yeah. Or at least decent. I mean, it's football. <clears throat> Who's not a bandwagon fan in football? I'm not saying go be a Packers fan. I'm just saying no. turn it off. Oh, yeah, we got... The game's getting more and more boring every year. I could name you at least ten assholes in Peoria area that, uh, that would you know it are all of a sudden... Those with those fairies out there and the Denver Denver Bronco fans. I'm like, really? Okay. Wait, wait, wait a second. They're all of a sudden Broncos fans. Well, since since their success, I mean. Oh, I was gonna say because last couple of years. No, they've been Denver's terrible. Got nothing to be proud of either, yeah. man. It's it's depressing out here too. Yeah. They thought Vic Vic Vinegar Vic Vangio yeah. fangs yeah. as they like to call him. <laughs> They thought he was a hot, sexy ticket. Yeah. I said, no, that old fart can't run the whole team. He's, he can only do defense. And yeah. lo and behold, look at the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Who's good? Is it, does anybody good yet? I mean, the Chiefs are good, but no. Chiefs are good. Packers are good. That's about it. Seems to be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, everybody else I, is just... I, I, I let it go, Eric. Yeah. You know who is good? Cinnamon Timberlands. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, true. I won't get into fantasy. Yeah, you did You did win, though. Oh, yeah. I won, looking too. At, looking at a 4-0 season. <clears throat> Thank God I won, because if, if you're not 500 at this point, you're you're on a slippery slope. So you I was, are on a slippery slope. <laughs> so I was really glad to pull Eek one more out. Uh, Samantha should... I don't know if she's going to win or not, but has Rena given up? I don't know. I, I need to have a talk with my men and women out here in the Mountain Division. Yeah, Rena is left a spot empty this week. So that normally that means they gave up already. That could also be the uh, Mountain Division strategy. We've been leaving spots open left and right. For what? What's the strategy behind that? See how good you really are. Yeah, okay. Can you beat me with a man down? Yeah, okay. I don't yeah. know. But, yeah, just let football go, Eric. There's enough hubbub in the world right now. You don't need to be giving yourself a heart attack over a dumbass football game. No, you really don't. Did you watch, the, did you watch the Lakers uh, uh, Heat game three at all? No. 
assume Lakers are going to dominate. They still are going to dominate. It's going to be a gentleman's sweep. Yeah, they they lost. I'm sure you heard they lost. Yes. It was it was ridiculous. They they left the court with like eight seconds left. Who did the Lakers? Yeah, I actually. Wait, uh, they pulled they pulled a bad boys Pistons. Yeah, it was so it was so dumb, dude. I ran it through my uh, my uh, um, weak shit arometer, and it spit out that that was actually some of the weakest shit it's ever seen. <laughs> I, I, I I can't support that. No, it was terrible, dude. It was like eight, like at least eight seconds left, and everybody walked off the court. I was like, "Are you kidding me? What a bunch of little dinks!" <laughs> Seriously, why? Like, with the Pistons, I understood why. I mean, I was a kid at the time, but in hindsight, I understand why the the Pistons walked off the court against the Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals. Is because they were rivals. It was a long rivalry, and Chicago was str- struggling to overcome the Pistons. When they finally did, the Pistons were pure heels about it. They're just like, "All right, fuck you. We're just gonna walk off." Yeah. I don't know, they were salty as shit, I guess, because they lost. I'll go back to your hotel room and cry about it. Yeah. You'll be fine. I told Briggs that coach, uh, who's their coach? Nick Nurse? Who, the uh, Lakers? Yeah. Frank Vogel. Oh, Frankie Vogel? Let's go yeah, get some, let's, former Pacer coach. Let's get some Arby's? <laughs> yeah. That Frank Vogel. So, uh... Yeah, he, I told Briggs that he should make them all go eat at Applebee's after the game as punishment. <laughs> <laughs> they could sit in those little... Can you imagine all those guys in the little tiny chairs? Oh, man. At Applebee's, just eating the shittiest food they've had in years. LeBron gets... I, I, I haven't fucked with Applebee's in probably about 15 No, LeBron tries... years. LeBron tried the chicken tenders. He said, I'll just take the tendies. Side of honey mustard. Yeah, side of honey mustard just to play it safe, and they still sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We can't be fucking around with no. football and basketball. We got, no. we got a lot of wrestling that happened this week. Really? Did, was anything good besides Clash? SmackDown had some good shit. It wasn't good besides Clash. NXT uh, TakeOver 31, which was just last night. I'm not all the way through, but it's it's good. Nice. Did you get to the Finn Balor match yet? No, I believe that'll be the main event. I heard that I was through I, the first four matches thus far. I heard that was good. Uh, but yeah, let's get let's get right into the clash, Jeff. First, let's talk about uh, how we did on predictions. Now we have to throw out how many predictions? Two two matches got canceled. Um. Yeah, the Riot Squad versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, that just got tossed out the window. They didn't even get the pre-show. No, It just got tossed straight out. And then uh, last second, uh, apparently Nikki Cross was not medically cleared to compete, so Bailey just decided to issue an open challenge. Asuka, who's the Raw Women's Champion, decided to take it, but we didn't bet. Bailey versus Oscar. We bet Bailey versus Nikki, so we had to throw that one out. Yeah. So did they get the COVID? The COVID. Yeah. Or any? All of them? I mean, what? What's? What is this, Jeff? What is this nonsense? I don't know. I mean, COVID doesn't exist in kayfabe world, <laughs> Eric. You know this. That's true. According to Cole, Sammy Zayn just went on a hiatus. Yeah, that's true. They keep bringing it up after Clash of Champions, even though Sammy Zayn won fair and square. It's like, let's just drop it. Sami Zayn won his thing back. Cole, you're the one bringing it back up, dude. Yeah. You're the one mentioning the hiatus. Yeah. That Cole, he's a real silly goose. He is a silly goose. (laughs) Okay, so besides those two matches, how did we do? Well, Eric, you'd be glad to know that uh, you swept him. Okay. You swept the board. All matches are correct on Eric's side. What about uh, I had the only match I missed was the uh, Orton versus D Mac match. You went D Mac, I was going heel. So we Orton and 
was not expecting a, a parade of uh, WWE Hall of Famers to show up. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Oh, you want to start there? I didn't. Yeah, li- I, I like to start. I mean, segues. I didn't care for it. No. Ambulance match should be a pure grudge match. Yeah, I know. And I know. Usually, when you have interference, like it's on. It, I mean, it's on the heel side to make the heels more unlikable. Yeah. When you have it on the face side, you're like, okay, that's cool, but did Orton really deserve that? Yeah. It just, it was, some people liked it, so I guess it's not, you know, it wasn't universally panned, so whatever, but I didn't care for it. I thought it it just made it into a total schmoz factory. It was just It was just a poo-poo match now. Like, it went from something that could have been cool and hardcore and... Uh, you know, hard hitting action to a bunch of bullshit. And it still was cool and hardcore, but when you put Christian in, that's when I lost. I'm like, okay, I don't need to see this fucking schmoz. Yeah, and then and HBK just pushed him off the top, and he just fell onto a some a foam pit. some sort of foam pit. I'm sure and. <laughs> God, it really it sucked. I th- I didn't like that at all. And I'm looking. I mean, the, the ambulance match itself is still cool, and goddamn, they slammed those doors real fucking hard. Yeah, like knew they would. Uh, yeah, I'm always afraid they'll pop open, like we talked about. Oh, I, I'm so that's that's my number one cringe. I'm like, <laughs> oh god, please don't pop open on them. <laughs> or yeah. or even worse yet. You think anyone's ever worried about slamming their finger in the ambulance door oh, when yeah. they go for the win? Yeah, because that would that would not be uh, that would not be good, like well, visually or for the product. When was the last one we had? Was it uh, Roman Reigns Braun Strowman? Oh Lord! Yeah, Roman. Yeah, they've been blurring together lately. Is it Roman versus Braun? Yeah, the last ambulance man match. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had the scene where Roman drove the ambulance into like a semi truck, and then Braun like hobbled out of the back, like he survived it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, I didn't care for that match. And I'm looking at this card, and nobody, there wasn't a single title change. Or I guess technically there was a title change in the triple threat ladder match. Right, because Jeff I mean, Jeff Hardy was technically the champion. Yeah, but so was Sami Zayn. Yeah, I guess. So yeah, uh, so no, no, that is crazy. No, no, it was worthless. Clash of Champions, where the champions win everything. Yeah, that's pretty weird. It wasn't worthless. I mean, it was like we're talking about it like it was a shit pay per view, but it really wasn't. No, no, it's it's a damn good pay per view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really was. Well, we should talk about that next. That's the that's one of two things that was great. The ladder match. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Vince started out with the ladder match because you know he likes to start out with fireworks. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred it later in the card, but it, it it exceeded expectations for me. It was great. I set the bar high. I told myself to set it low, but I kept setting it high. <laughs> yeah. And they went higher. Nah. Yeah. They were, no, it was it was sick. My favorite part, well, I don't know. I popped big for the uh, uh, AJ Styles doing the the backflip to the inverted DDT. You know that one he does, but normally does it off the you know the turnbuckle. Yes. But off the uh, announce table. Oh sick. yeah, that that was a sick spot. That was My really... personal favorite, Eric. Because when will the swan yeah, stop? I knew it. When will they stop? It was the Jeff Hardy. A la 1998, uh, he know. did a swanton off the very top of the of the of the top ladder onto Christian, who's on a propped up ladder between the ring and the uh, announce table. Classic. Uh, this was done. I want to say in '98 to the Dudley Boys through a table, and he recreated it, a spitting image. And who, I thought it's. I, I I literally jumped out of my chair. Eric. <laughs> Hell I yeah. got hyped for that. Like a little kid, you jumped off the couch. I did. 
I want to do a swanton of my own onto my cat. I'm surprised you didn't. <laughs> you should have swanton through. We we always talk about work throwing somebody through tables. One of these days, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's enough talk. I'm about to suplex some jackass through a fucking plywood table, baby. There's they're just lucky there's no plywood tables in the produce section of yeah. King Supers. You could throw somebody <laughs> through the banana display. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's got cushion on it though well then there you go it's a gimmick it's already it's made for wrestling there you go a little padding uh, I'll, figure out, I'll figure out some way to rock bottom someone through who, something who got the swan tom this time though Sammy or a, I think AJ I don't know uh Sammy really I believe so nice not positive but I believe so did I say Christian yeah you said Christian I'm an idiot so that that was the longest yeah that was the longest match 26 minutes so yeah they gave him some good time they got to with ladder and like the, the finish to that pure heel pure yeah. same yeah. that's 110% Sami Zayn right there yeah Sami whips bringing out the handcuffs yeah. I don't like you handcuffing Hardy's gauged earlobe to ladder that Ah, yeah, that, that's that's a cringe for me. I was biting my knuckle and covering my face when he first put the handcuff on the <laughs> earlobe because I'm a child like that. Oh man! Then, then, then he just uh, you thought, well, what about AJ? AJ's climbing. He's climbing. But nope, Sammy was climbing the other side, tied to AJ. Oh yeah, that's the part I forgot. Sammy and AJ were tied to each other with a handcuff by accident. No, he did it on purpose. They had, Sammy did it on purpose? Yeah, and they had a hard time explaining it. They're like, why would he do that? Now he's just got dead weight on his arm. And Corey, you know, just like defended it somehow. Like, you know, the heel announcer does. But they did yeah. have, they had a little trouble explaining that. But it, it looked okay to me. I didn't care about the explanation. Yeah, he... They start climbing the ladder, and he just busted out the key, snuck around to the other side, and got himself the IC title. Yep, he he at the at the perfect most opportune time he uh, he unlocked the handcuff and got himself the title. It was nice, and it was well done by him. I mean, that could be easily fucked up. Yeah, he pulled the key out of his mouth and everything. Was it in his mouth? Yeah. Oh man. So he Sammy, could, you sneaky devil. Yeah, so Welcome back, Sammy. That one could be fucked up easily. I mean, if he would have dropped that thing, or who knows. Oh, God. If he would have dropped it, the ref would have picked him up and... Threw it up there. Back. Here's your key, Mr. Zane. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But no, that was a great fucking match. I mean, that was like... I, I was... I mean, that's, that's, that's the best ladder match of the year, right? For sure. I can't remember many other ladder matches this year. That's so, yeah. True. I have a short-term memory with pay-per-views lately, Eric. Ever since the pandemic, it's hard to keep track on what's what. Yeah, it is. Um, and then before we get to the other great thing, everything else is kind of... It was fine, but it was just fine. You know? Uh, we get the Street Profits defeat Andrade and Angel Garza, but there was no giant frog splash, which is a big disappointment for me. There's no giant frog splash, and they botched the pinfall. You oh yeah, that? yeah, that yeah, that was fucking weird. Like Tom Phillips, even like, no, he kicked out. He definitely did kick out, and then apparently they just ran out of time or something because the ref said three when it clearly wasn't three. Hmm. Like, all right, we need to we need to move this pay per view onward. Yep. Classic mis miscommunication from the talent and the ref on when when we're going home. Yep. But it happens. Whatever. Uh, Lashley defeats Apollo Cruz. Nothing to submission, baby. Hurt business. Yep. Wait, wait. Buy some. Oh, what was it? Like a bear hug? Wait, did I read the wrong? No, it's right. It was. No, the... it's, it's, it's probably just the um. Oh, Nelson. Full Nelson. That's right. I forget which one he's using. I don't remember much from that match. Was it? Was it pretty standard? It was standard. Okay, standard boilerplate on that one. Yep. Oscar uh, deletes Selena Vega in a in a uh, bullsh complete bullshitter. Yeah. 
Why? I mean, what are you doing to Zelina Vega? Seriously. Showing her the champion. She wanted to come out and pick a fight. Well, it's like, why do you book her like that? Like, she can't... Now, now what does she do? There was no... Like, she's just becoming a singles competitor. There's no build to her character at all. There's no picking up solid wins. There's nothing. Just up straight to the champion and you lose. Now you're shit. Yep. Yep, and then the next night on Raw, I want a rematch. Okay, you lose again. God. That is pathetic booking. Like, they, they just... Vince threw Zelina down Shit's Creek right there. Yeah, big thumbs down. And and the boys talking about Angel and Andrade saying they're better off without her. Not really. I... I mean, I, I think... I think that whole uh, coalition is dissolved, Eric. I think so. They... Andrade was in a singles match, and there's no sign of pantsless Angel. Yeah, they yeah they they used him and Vince used them like a dirty whore during the pandemic. He did. He's like, oh yeah, I want some of that pandemic loving. All right, yeah. get the fuck out of here. My wife's home. Yeah, he just he tossed him to the curb. Uh, uh, we did get a uh, right after we uh, noted Tom Phillips. There goes the pants. Yeah, that, that's it. That's the signature call. Yeah, he gave us one of those. Bright and pretty, early on in the match at uh, Clash of Champions. Hell yeah! And there go the pants. He's so happy when he says it. Hell yeah! It's Tom yeah. Phillips' best work. Yeah, that's his, his best work. Everybody's got to have a little a little punchline, a little one liner to fall back on. Uh, have I told you why I think Joe's best work is? What? When D Mac hits uh, either Claymore or just some hard uh, knee. Give us a guess. What's he say? Give us a guess. Give us a kiss. Oh. <laughs> nice. Give us. But he says it like he's like in an Italian restaurant or so. Give us a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like liberal. Give us a kiss. Uh, Oscar. Oh yeah, we had that whole shenanigans. Bailey just comes out and with her chair and. What happens first? She she makes the um, open challenge and Oscar comes, and then we get Sasha. Or when does Sasha come in? Uh, so Bailey uh, intentionally used the chair to get disqualified, mm. and then after the match is when Sasha comes in. Is it just me, or are they fucking this up? No. Uh, I'd say they're fucking this up, but I know they're just biding time for Hell in a Cell. Yeah, but that's... That, that, that seems pretty clear to me. Yeah. Didn't they announce that? Or they didn't announce that on SmackDown, or did they? Uh... No, actually... Well, here's the thing, Eric. They announced a title match for this Friday. Yeah. Which is also the start of the... WWE draft, which is back, but yes, there will be a title match between Sasha and Bailey this Friday on SmackDown, and that'll probably be a schmaz to cook until Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like when I watched SmackDown. I saw that. I was like, God damn it! I don't care again. Like I don't know yeah. what I don't know what you did, but you did it again, Sasha Bailey. I don't know. And the the fucking Hell in the Cell, man. They blew it with Hell in the Cell. How so? It just doesn't have any weight anymore to me. You know? Because it's on the uh, Hell in the Cell pay-per-view? Yeah, the whole gimmick pay-per-view. It drives me nuts. I agree. With I mean, Hell in a Cell is the biggest uh, of the of the examples in that regard. Like, TLC, yeah, you can put people in a pre-scheduled TLC match, and I'm not gonna... I'm the wine, but at the end of the day, I'll still gladly watch a TLC match regardless. Yeah. Hell in a Cell, when you had a pure grudge match, and all of a sudden Vince comes out, he's like, you know, we can't deal with this in a normal match. It's gotta be hell in a cell. Yeah, that's... That was That was the best feeling as a fan. You're like, fuck yeah! They deserve it. Yeah. They need to go to Hell in a Cell together. Yeah, but now when you see it on the schedule, you're like, well, what's the biggest rivalry? They're probably going to put that in the cell. Probably going to do the same thing with D-Mac and Orton. 
Yeah. Well, no, they already did it with uh, with the oh, yeah, Roman and Jay. Yep. Is uh, that official already? Yeah, that one's official. Jesus Christ, they waste no time. But it's just like I don't know. We've talked about this before, and everybody has. So this is really tired, but it's fucking annoying. Like. It just ruined it. Like, and plus, like, maybe not even just that, but the fact that, you know, like, like, well, the last time it was awesome is when Shane, like, nobody gets on top of the cage anymore. Oh man! But Shane did. Like that was a good, that was my last Hell in the Cell moment. I I remember is when uh, Shane went for the elbow drop on. I'm pretty sure onto Sami Zayn and Kevin, or no, onto Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn squirreled in and snuck him off. Right. Yes, that is a damn good memory, photogenic memory, Eric. That that's that's my last like like I don't know like Undertaker and and Mankind really did a number to that match because I mean you don't expect anybody to do that shit, but now that we've seen it, it's hard to go back. I believe that was either the second or third Hell in a Cell ever, and it still <laughs> hasn't been topped. No, still has not been topped. But Shane, you, you you will never top that Hell in a Cell match. No, but Shane going to the top and doing an elbow drop off of it is still amazing. And uh, I don't know. It's just if they, if they don't do that, what do they do? That's the problem. It's like if you don't get on the cage, what do you do? You just throw each other against the cage? I don't know. Pretty much. Yeah, we'll see. He's a lot of handcuffs within the last couple of years, so I, I, I would not be surprised to see some handcuffs busted out in the cell. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why, but Bailey, Sasha, it's cooled off for me, but hopefully they can bring it back. It's cooled off because Sasha took a break. I think once, now she's not playing the injured role. You know, on SmackDown this last week, she ripped off the neck collar. Yeah. I, mean, wrestling. I love the wrestling neck brace. That's probably the coolest thing ever. I've always, I don't know why we've never bought one of those. That, that should be something everybody has. A <laughs> neck brace? Yeah. I'm going to work today. Why? Yeah. I'll just send you a picture. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that is the best way to get a day off of work. You just go in with it and maybe give yourself like a, a black eye with some makeup. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, what happened to you? I was hit by a bus. And I was, I was gonna, I was gonna come in. I, I, you know, I really wanted to make it here to restock the bananas. Like, oh, don't worry, Jeff. You need the day off. Oh, okay. If you say okay, so. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> I'm gonna go nurse my neck. Yeah. Everybody should have a neck brace. Uh, but Eric, we would definitely be in remiss if we didn't get to the uh, the main squeeze of Clash. Oh, the biggest, Jeff. The biggest of the clash. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. In my opinion, the match of the year. Hands down. I loved it. Eric texted me that as soon as he watched. He said, I think this is the match of the year. Is, what, is that a hot take? And I'm, I say, I don't think so. Like, name me one match that's better. Eric named the second closest, and it's the graveyard match. Yeah, the Boneyard. But I'm a Boneyard mark. Not everybody might feel that way. And then I feel like I'm forgetting, or we're forgetting one other good one we've had. And I still can't put my finger on it. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Worried about the cost of college? Miami University's tuition promise guarantees that the cost of your education will stay the same for four years. Learn more and apply today at miamioh.edu forward slash apply 2021. I'm feeling that way too, but can't be better than this one. No, this was great, man. This was, uh, this felt like, like professional wrestling used to when you were a kid. Like I was invested. I was, even though you knew 
Roman was going to win the entire time. Oh yeah, you knew. I was emotionally invested in this thing, like an eight-year-old. I mean, even from the beginning, like they did a great job. Like Roman came out, he looked serious as shit, no shirt. Oh, shirtless Roman is where it's at. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I I I have a hot for shirtless yeah. Roman. I love a shirtless Roman myself. Uh, he comes out and he like and he did a great job of, but his you know he's just stoic and the bad guy. But Jay did a real good job of like looking super emotional. Like it felt like a big fight for him, you know. Yeah, he he was real amped. He, he was yeah. ready for it. Yeah, and he was really giving that to us. Like it was a good display. Like you felt like this was going to actually be a fight. Like it didn't feel like professional wrestling, you know. Like it transcended. Yeah. Like Jay Uso did a a, f- a fucking phenomenal job. I mean, we can't. Like, he, he is a lot stronger than maybe any of us knew at this here wrestling thing. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. he did a really fucking good job. And then they had the mics turned up, and it was obvious that you were supposed to hear each other talking. Um, so that added a really great wrinkle. Uh, and it was slow, and but not annoyingly slow. You know what I mean? No, it's a little quicker than the Undertaker's normal pace when he's handing out beatdowns. Yeah, it was methodical. That, yeah, that's a good point. It, it was it was Undertaker esque. It's Undertaker esque, but with uh, some nasty commentary from yeah. the Tribal Chief. Yeah, a nice. Recognize me. Yeah, recognize me. Like you me. thought you thought you were watching a torture scene for yeah. a while. Yeah, recognize me. Acknowledge See, he me. He wouldn't do the three count. He was just giving shots to the back of the head. Over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure... It's funny that you brought up The Undertaker. Because I was like... He was doing those things where you like... uh, You like put the hand on the head. And then you slip it off and hit him with the elbow. The forearm shots? Yeah. Yeah. Did an Undertaker used to do those? Wow. I think Lesnar was the big... Big dog for that. Yeah. Because like that was his... UFC style... Yeah. They were trying to get UFC-esque and play to Brock's advantage, which was doing forearms instead of punches. Because, yeah. you know, you can't have a closed fist, Eric. That's wrestling. Yeah. Very, so, yeah. stuck in artist thing is definitely that your fucking forearm and elbow. I mean, yeah. imagine that hitting you in the fucking skull. Oh, yeah. You remember when he broke uh, Randy Orton open the hard way with an elbow, that one pay-per-view? Yeah. That was unbelievable. That was badass. That was a... Woo, we got him hard. Like, I mean, <laughs> old school blood right there, baby. The hard he way. Him. Oh, yeah, he just... And it was, uh, I mean, you could tell he knew what he was doing. It didn't take two shots. It was one swift elbow across the forehead. Busted his yeah. ass wide open. Uh, but, yeah, this... And then, I love the finish, dude. When it was like... And Roman, Roman also did a great job of uh, what they call... What do they call it in the biz? Uh, feeding the comeback. So that's when, like, you're the heel, and uh, you've been whooping their ass for 15 minutes, and then they're finally coming back, and they hit you, and then you hit the mat, and you got to jump up real quick so they can hit you again, then hit the mat. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. Roman did a good job of that. There wasn't a ton of that because I mean he got his ass beat the whole match, but where it was, Roman did a good job at that too. Yeah, Jay. Uh, it, it reminded me of like a Mysterio versus Lesnar because Jay Jay Uso was all speed and energy yeah. during the match. That's the only way he got his flurries. Same way like Ray would get his flurries on Brock Lesnar back in the day. Yep. Uh, but you knew Brock Lesnar was going to ultimately dominate, like you, you oh, did yeah. with Roman. So yeah, yeah. But the finish was amazing. So, like, it, like, basically the classic story, like, Roman Reigns is killing him. But Jay's not going to give up, man. He's got too much heart, brother. He's got too much pride. Too much pride. So, Jimmy comes down, and another great performance by Jimmy Uso, man. Just comes. Yes, I was, I was hoping WWE wasn't just going to, like, you know, try to split the tag team. Yeah. And just completely neglect Jimmy Uso like the doing with Tucker and Otis for a yeah. short period of time there. 
I think Jimmy's legit injured is why we're not seeing him. Okay. I don't know, though. But I don't know that he has a leg injury. I think that his little hobble down to the ring was fake, but it was a great job. It looked real. Yeah, so he hobbles down to the ring, and he's just, like, pleading with Jay. He's like, you don't have to do this, man. You don't have to do this. Let me throw in the towel. And Jay's like, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) Give him a goddamn, was it an Emmy? An Oscar? Emmy, er, Emmy's for television, so yeah, an Emmy. Yeah, give him an Emmy. Give Jay Uso the Emmy. Dude, WWE's never gotten an Emmy. Why? Which is complete trash. That is trash. Yeah, that's just bullshit right there. I mean, you can say what you want about wrestling, but there was a time when it dominated the ratings. Absolutely. So, that's complete garbage. But anyway, uh, so yeah, he, he pleads with them, and Jimmy says no, or Jay says no, but I mean, it was like, it was better, like... You'd have to watch it. I can't do it justice, but it was it was executed better than wrestling is 99.9% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Eric said, you you were emotionally invested and that is because they made you feel that way. Yeah. Even Paul Heyman who was just like like he he was even doing some pleading with Roman down the down the stretch mm-hmm. there. He's like you're the tribal chief. When when Roman's like I want him to acknowledge me. Yeah. Paul's like, no, you're the tribal chief. Let's just end this. Paul's nervous <laughs> for the title, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's all he cares about. Yeah, so Jimmy tries to throw in the towel. Jay says no. So Roman hits him again with some brutal shots right in front of Jimmy. And eventually Jimmy throws in the towel, jumps in the ring, and gets him off him. And then uh, if Roman puts on the, what do they call those things? A lay? The, uh... Like the thing that uh, Jay came out wearing around his neck. The the Hawaiian flowers? Yeah. Pacific Island flowers? It's called Lei, uh, I think. Lei? Yeah, I think it's a Leia or something. Anyway, then Roman puts on the Lei. And, uh, He's that, anointed. Yeah, he basically... Officially was, anointed. He was basically anointed as the, the tribal chief. Uh so much discussion about the head of the table and providing food. Yeah, yeah. Roman has provided so much food. <laughs> it's so it, It's like a flashback to uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. What he had to do on a farm in South Dakota. To put, Just food, to put food on, the, on table. the table. This is Roman putting that food on the table. This yeah. is Jay Uso putting food on that table. Hell yeah. Because like Eric says, chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just an unbelievable performance by the boys. And I was so excited, so we'll talk about Smack, like their section on SmackDown. Because it was only at the beginning, right? Yes. Okay. Because I kind of had to do a little bit of a skim. I watched most of it, but... Uh, so, basically, they do a little promo at the beginning, and uh, it doesn't really do much. Roman just... Or Jay says that he was going to win, and that title would have been his if Jimmy wouldn't have thrown in the towel. And uh, Roman says, you know, if you want me at Hell in the Cell, you got it. And I think it was confirmed that they're doing it. But uh, what do you think about, like, uh, where, like, what direction they're heading with this so far? In what aspect, do you mean? Like, uh, with the brothers like do you think they're gonna like i mean they could go any number of ways with it with all these family members like including the rock like what's the end game rock i think the end game is this is just how we really solidify roman as a heel by him just torturing his actual family even though he still claims he's doing like a little monday night messiah where he thinks he's righteous but Everyone else sees him as, yeah, you, you're just an asshole now. Yeah. So he's just solidifying his heelness by continuing to beat down on this. I don't think Jey Uso's in it for the long haul or anything. I think at Hell in a Cell, Roman just puts too bad an ass whooping on Jay. Like where he gets injured and then goes on vacation for a couple of months. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, the fantasy booking I've heard from different podcasts and internet and shit, 
Uh, some people have one of them. One of them joining uh, Roman, like no. Jay or Jimmy, causing no. causing a rift between Jimmy and Jay. No, you don't like I'm that. Not, I'm not having that. Yeah, I know you. I know you'd like. I I like tag teams to stay together too, but a small riff like that, I wouldn't. I don't know. And then a lot. Well, you, I mean. Did Heyman and Lesnar have ever have a third party in there? No. I mean, just look at Heyman's resume. He's not a he's not a faction guy. He gets <laughs> one superstar and he clings to that. Yeah. He doesn't need anyone else. It's him and that superstar. Yeah. Uh, other theories or other fantasy booking is him running through the entire family, uh, leading to Roman versus The Rock. Okay, let, let's just calm down here. <laughs> I, as much as I would love to see that. Yeah. Because it's a fucking rock. He's, he's the biggest star on the planet. I don't think that one's out of the question. But I don't know that rock would still be about having a, a WrestleMania build with a match. You know? But maybe I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he can perform to... With the energy and charisma that he used to have. Not that he still doesn't have charisma, but I don't know if he has that type of energy that a young rock had. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, how old? He's got to be 50, right? That's what I'm looking up right now. I mean, no, I don't think he's 50 yet. Well, I guess he could be. Let's see. He's also got the COVID. No, oh yeah, he did have the COVID. Let's see. Oh, he's damn near it. He's 48, but people still look okay at 48. I mean, he's in great shape, but yeah, the ring rust would be a, an issue for sure. Plus, he looks totally different now. So, would this be like way? This be like WrestleMania, like way down the line? That's what people suspect. Which it, I could. I mean, it's like if it if it was ever going to happen, this is it. I mean, the story would make sense if if Roman just keeps demolishing his family and Dwayne has to step up, you know. So, would he have to go through uh, the quiche first to get to Rock? Who, Rikishi? Yeah. I think, yeah. That's, that's a father of the Usos. Yeah. If you go through Jay and then you go through Jimmy, yeah. what's next? Yeah. It's that big, fat ass. Yeah, it's Rikishi for sure. Who else are we forgetting about? Who else still wrestles? Uh, Haku was in it, but isn't he dead? I don't want to kill anyone unnecessarily. <laughs> He, I think he is, yeah. I can get a Was list. U, is Umaga part of that family, too? Ma, yeah, but he's dead, right? Umaga's dead? Yeah, he's dead for sure. Man. And Haku might be dead? Yeah, that's a maybe. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tamina, but that wouldn't matter. But she's in that family, I think. A-O. I don't know. God. Some some Moans are still the best wrestlers on the planet. Challenge me. No, they they probably are, man. I mean, right now, I I, I can't disagree with you. That was an amazing match. But yeah, I'm I'm just chilling out because this is what wrestling fans do. They go way crazy, and then a lot of people have problems with Paul Heyman's uh, current role, which I don't really. Why? It's, it's the same Heyman role. I don't know. They they think he needs to be more of a heel manager, interfere in all this. But like you said, he never does that really with uh, Brock. All he has to do is piss off the the super marks. That's <laughs> all he has to do. He's got to sit there and get on the mic and talk slow and deliberately and talk up his champ. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's a mastermind, dude. I love Paul. I do too. Uh. Well, we gave that one a lot of time, which it deserved. Like I said, it absolutely deserves. I'd say, match of the year, baby. I, yeah, match of the year for us so far. You can put, you could stamp it. I think it'll hold up for the rest of the year. I don't see what would stop it. I mean, we're gonna get another Drew, Randy Orton match where Randy's gonna win finally. Uh, which I don't think will beat it. Wait I'm, a second, Eric. What? I know I've turned on to DMAC 2020 temporarily, but you're telling me you, you smell you smell the DMAC 2020 presidential run coming to an end? Yeah, I do. You can't. He can't lose again, man. He lost. Let's see. He lost at SummerSlam to DMAC. 
He lost to Keith Lee, and then he lost to D-Mac again. That's, I mean, I guess he could. Well, let's let's use that opportunity as a segue to uh, Monday Night Raw. Yep, and we only got uh, 12 minutes, Jeff. Oh, good, because there wasn't a lot on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. They're buying time until the draft. That's all that's going on. Yep. And I don't have anything to say. I watched Raw. What did I watch on Raw? What was the Hurt Business segment? I think I watched that. The Hurt Business... Uh, they just had a uh, six-man tag with Ricochet, Apollo, and Ali, which uh, was interrupted by some lights and retribution. By the way, side note, retribution fell on your fucking face. Were you- the, last, well, the only good invasion ever was the invasion when WCW came. And that, and, yeah, and that even was... It became main stage. It, it encompassed all of Raw, all of SmackDown. If you have an invasion, you can't just be like, oh, that's weird, the lights just went off. <laughs> now let's put him in a six-man tag on the mid-card. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, them getting, them getting contracts never made any sense the way they explained it. No. That was their first failure. But what, what the hell did those clowns do? I don't recall them doing anything. I think they just hit the lights and tried to scare the Hurt Business. They might have ran in or something. Oh I don't know. God. Does it matter? No. Like, I, I didn't think any more highly of them after Raw than I did before Raw. They Terrible. fucking suck. Not, not, not anything against the talent themselves. They're put in a terrible, terrible position. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. How are they going to ever get out of this? They might not. I, th- I think they just need to have a shushmorshin take a vacation yeah and then come back under their normal names Dominic Dijakot n- no more slapjack yeah <laughs> I, 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 re- I remember that name the other night at work and I just started laughing out yeah. out on the sales floor just yeah. slapjack <laughs> fucking slapjack like you, you can't take that shit seriously at all no but uh we have a uh, a greasy little uh, romance type of story here with uh, Buddy Murphy and uh, Ilea Mysterio. Yes. And Dominic, the older brother, of course, is here to kick some ass if someone's talking about his younger sister. Yeah. So. And this this the storyline's way too Jerry Springer esque for me, Eric. Yeah, it's did, greasy. It's nineties greasy. It's extremely greasy. Did he? Uh, did he mention? Has he been talking? Like has Seth Rollins been talking again about how Dom or Ray's not her father and shit like that? Uh, yeah. I well, no. He kind of pivoted actually, because like. Mysterio family was out with an interview with Jerry, Uncle Jerry, on, yeah. the, on the couch. It, it was very Dr. Phil-like. Oh, and, God. like, you could tell Ilea was kind of pressed by the family to say specific lines, like, no, I, I'm, I'm for the family. I shouldn't have walked out on the family last week. I am young and naive. But then, all of a sudden, Seth gets on Titan trying. He's like, I got a little text here. To show you from my buddy Murphy to uh, Ilea. And then because of that, Ilea got emotional and walked out. Okay. So, it's not so much... I think they've already pivoted from the fact that Ilea might not be Ray's daughter. Because <laughs> no one gave a fuck about that. Like, okay, who cares? She's part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if you adopted a daughter? So what? <laughs> Who the fuck gives a shit? It's 2020. It's hilarious how they just throw some shit at the wall and see if it sticks, and they're just like, ah, nah, yeah. fuck that. Nah, we're not doing that anymore. <clears throat> but, uh, no, I mean, that's about it. That's about it from Raw, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, what I want to get to with Orton. They had all the legends come back just to party in a very awkward promo with D-Mac and the four of them. And then 
the legends go back and just play poker. Apparently, people are getting drunk. Not not HBK, of course. No. But the rest of them are getting drunk. And Randy comes in with night vision goggles. And you just hit, he, he turns off the lights. You see nothing but pitch black. And you hear some very, very th- fake thuds. And then D-Max, I mean, Orton just flips the lights back on. You see all four of those legends just sprawled out, got their ass beat. And Orton just leaves. Okay. Oh, yeah, we also have the return of Robert Roode, who Cole doesn't give a shit about his hiatus. Really? Yeah. He's like, Robert Roode coming back from hiatus. Like, okay, why why could you say that about Sami Zayn? Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, SmackDown, the only other thing that I I thought, well, I mean, it had good matches. The, uh, The main event was good. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy in a, I guess, a little rematch for the title. Yeah, I was not expecting that to be the main event. I, all of a sudden, I was like, wait, they're running out of time. I'm like, oh, the IC Championship is the main event. Uh, hey, uh, Sami Zayn was using an exposed turnbuckle. Yeah, that's how he picked up the win. But they had a sweet, uh, they had a superplex, which I always love. Yes. It was a good match overall. But yeah, he, he eventually tricked uh, Jeff Hardy into busting his, busting his dome on the old exposed turnbuckle for the automatic knockout. Yep, took his legs out from under him when Jeff Hardy was going for a whisper in the wind. Yep. Hit his head on the exposed turnbuckle and night-night. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the high heel woman. We got the big reveal, Eric. Yep, Carmella. And uh, at first I wasn't happy about that, but after seeing how much they milked Lacey Evans with vignettes and then, like, didn't really do anything with her when she got there besides, like, a flash-in-the-pan title shot against Becky. Yeah. I'm glad that it's a returning superstar and not a debut superstar. Yeah. Because if you over-vignette a superstar, (laughs) they're they're destined to fail. Yeah. Yeah, you remember uh, Lars Sullivan? Oh, sweet shit. What, what happened to him? Is he gone? He got canceled, sis. Oh, man. But, uh... Well, I, I had forgotten all about him. He might still come back. I don't know. They, they might have just put him on the on the cooling rack until he... He had to cool in a long time yeah. after those vignettes. He said something about... I don't know. He said, like, anti... Some homophobic shit or something. I don't know. He said some dumb shit. Hmm. But, um... No, I was cool with the Carmella. I had I had seen on the internet everybody thought it was her. But I like I love Carmella, so I'm like I'm I'm cool with that. Like you said, I was glad it's not somebody new that's just gonna get washed away into into Jobber Island in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. I don't really uh, know, I don't really know her new character. I mean it's it's just she's just going back to being a heel. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah. I mean, she's not any more powerful than she was a year ago. Yeah. She's still going to get jobbed to Charlotte and Becky and Sasha and Bailey. Kind of lost the whole, like, fun gimmick. Like, the the urban gear and all that. And now is, like, high class, I think. Yeah, she, wa- she washed off Enzo and Big Cass with <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, a face turned to R-Truth. And now she's washing off the R-Truth era with uh, high class, high heel era. Yeah, expensive dresses and expensive jewelry. And the high heel was pun intended. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) And and a new hair color, but platinum blonde hair. Oh, really? It's been a while, so I didn't even notice that. I'm just like, yeah, that's Carmella. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The hair's a little different. Uh, But I wanted to talk about... um, what, what, how are your feelings on the uh, Alexa Bliss as it progresses? I am very caught up. I wish... I, I get both sides of the fence. I'm not for it. Uh, I like Bliss's momentum going forward as a face. And I thought, like, if you're just going to have someone be a pawn to the fiend, there's plenty of women who don't get enough airtime that you can put in that role. 
you don't need to have someone with as much popularity as Alexa Bliss. But at the same time, that popularity, I mean, her and The Fiend, like, fit together. I know, she's good. Like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, you could, yeah. but... She, she was great on the mic, like, during the KO show, like, very infuriating to me. I was like, no, fuck you! Like, I was getting, <laughs> she's getting heat from me. Yeah, you're getting that, worked. That's not abnormal for Alexa. You're out here getting worked. I am getting worked. Uh, yeah, you could do it with anybody, but not as good as she's doing it. I think she's doing a great job. I think it's one of those, it's one of those things that they tell somebody to do, and most of the time it's horrible. Like, 90% of people would fuck this up way more than she has. So I give her props. I like it. I'm still on. That's, I'm, that's true. I'm still on board. I like it. I think if they go the right direction with it, it could be really cool. I, th- I think, I mean, eventually it'll fizzle out. She's not going to be locked to the fiend forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, like I say, I see both sides. She, she deserves it because she's great on the mic. And she, if anyone can, like, sell the brainwashed. Yes, yeah. she can. For sure. At the same time, I didn't like the slightly sexual aspect of it. Like when he looks into your eyes, and when he t- have you <laughs> ever been touched by the feet? Like <laughs> gross. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, that, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll entertain it for a while. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It pisses me off when I live the kayfabe lifestyle because I like the Nikki Cross Alexa Bliss duo. Yeah, but here we are. Here we are. Well, we got a minute left, Jeff. Any closing arguments on SmackDown? Anything else? That's all I had was Roman and Alexa. Uh, two quick things, Eric. NXT TakeOver oh. is coming li- coming live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. I'm pretty sure they renamed the WWE Performance Center. What? The Capitol Wrestling Center? The Capitol Wrestling Center. <laughs> So I was wondering, like, what the hell is this shit? They're talking about this proud history they have, and it's all in the opening segment to this pay-per-view, so you can, like, just look it up on the network, and it's right there at the very beginning. But they have a combination, since it's in the Performance Center, they brought back the, the hockey boards with the mass crowd behind them, but no. behind that... It's not a 3D version of the Thunderdome, but you still just have like a, a giant Zoom call. Hmm. So you got the virtual fans who are making noise, and then you have the people who are constantly pounding on the boards. Yeah. And then you still have fake crowd noise pumped in. You you hear s- several, this is awesome, that's clearly a fake chance. Yeah. I'm not for the fake chance. No, you can pipe in a little a little bed of some some cheers if you want, but yeah, the fake chance so the dumb. fake chance too far too far. But um, I get rid of the uh, the in person behind the boards people. Now that I've seen the Thunderdome, I'm cool with the Thunderdome during the pandemic. We don't yeah. need a half and half. The Thunderdome. I don't want people not social distancing. You know, pretending that they're playing by the rules when they're not playing by the rules back there. Yeah, the the uh, the the Thunderdome does work good, it, especially like that wide shot. Uh, it looks really good. So yeah, they did a good job with the Thunderdome. I'm fine with it until we can get back to normal. I'm also going to look into uh, trying to put our name down to get on uh, get into the Thunderdome. I, I looked up how you can, and it's free. Yeah. It's just like some place you sign up, so. Yeah, and then you get like a. Try call- to get a Boom DDT podcast in the Thunderdome. Hell yeah, and then you get like a call time and you, you go to and you have to wait. I've read yeah. about it, but yeah, we should try that. For sure. And lastly, Eric, any uh, do you see any NXT superstars making the merge during this draft? <sighs> I've been so off of NXT, I couldn't even tell you. What do you think? Oh, like maybe what? What's Adam Cole, Bebe doing? And all them boys. I saw Undisputed Era, but uh, I'm looking at the description now, and Kyle O'Reilly is the one facing Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. So I don't know what Adam Cole, Bebe, is up to, but I'm 
I assume he's still with the era. Yeah. Yeah, I could, uh, see, I could see them coming up, like, as a faction, even all of them. Which I wouldn't hate. I, I All I'm hoping for is one tag team and one or two women to come up to the roster. Who's the good tag team from there? You know? Nope. Yeah. I, I assume the next match will be a NXT Tag Team Championship because I haven't seen the Tag Team Championship on this card yet. Well, there you go. So, uh, we'll find out eventually, but... Yeah, who, yeah I'm, I'm excited and not excited for the draft at the same time. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know, I just feel like... I feel like... So, I feel like what's going on in the creative boardroom is they're just trying to think of names. They're not... They're like, there's no there's no focus on booking or storylines. It's just Vince comes in and he's like, what do we got? And they're like, well... We're going to rename the Performance Center the Wrestling Capital of the Fucking World, or whatever it's called. <laughs> capital Wrestling. CWC, Eric. <laughs> He's like, I love it. What about Hell in the Cell? <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be called Hell in the Cell um, 100 Miles Deep. Perfect. <laughs> and have they come up with a tagline yet? <laughs> no, I got, like... It just seems like storylines aren't thought about, but we put a lot of stock into renaming shit every week. But still, they can't come up with any tag team or staple names. No. Besides Retribution. Yeah. Or the Hurt Business. Or, yeah, as I like to call them, Redemption. Redemption. Um, well, yeah, that, that's about all I got, and we'll be halfway through the draft during our next podcast, so. Yes. We'll get to discuss. Well, yeah. So when's the draft start? Next Monday? Uh, Friday. On oh, SmackDown. Friday. And then it uh, concludes next Monday. Okay. They better leave the... I think they should leave the big dog on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, they need to keep Rollins and... Rollins and Roman separated since they're both heels. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I agree. Keep those guys where it's at. Everyone else? Yeah, do some shifting. I don't care. Yeah. You gotta do a brand to brand invitational, all that bullshit anyway. Yeah, yeah, let's let's spice it up a little bit. Alright, Jeff, I I gotta get out of here. Alright. Alright, night night. Night night. But now I don't understand. Now I don't don't understand. Good. I said. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new bacon duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the chipotle bacon duo with Canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.